0: back, baby. It's the Horns Up. Talking Texas podcast, Fisher Disopolis, DJ, Nikki Snacks, credit gentlemen. We've been doing the show. This is our third season doing this show, and we've probably done 30-plus, easily 30-plus, almost closer to 40 game previews. And it's kind of surreal that this game preview is for the college football playoffs, Sugar Bowl, our Texas Longhorns take on the Washington Huskies, New Year's Day. Thank God it's not New Year's Eve. In NOLA, that was so bizarre last year. The New Year's Eve, totally not the move, but the New Year's Day is a lot better. We have the second game, Michigan versus Alabama, the Rose Bowl in California. They go first, we're second at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Isn't that a little curious though? Like, why why is the West Coast going ahead of the Central Time game? I think it is a little bizarre. Um, but I think they wanted this game. I don't know, maybe under the lights at night later in New Orleans, maybe more of a fun feel. It's yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, true. It's it's it. Yeah, but I think that – here's a take. It gets so crazy in New Orleans on New Year's Eve. I think waking up that day to go like out to like the hair of the dog type thing versus like, all right, New Orleans kind of okay. get regroups. Everyone can regroup. So there's, there's, they're the being row.
1: respectful for the degenerates and the
0: drunks that stay out too late and party too hard. I would like to think so. I would okay. like to think that's why. Yeah, so we
1: all know that people in California go to bed early.
0: Yeah, exactly. New Year's okay, like we're all going to clink glasses, cheers. You know, everyone's home by like unless you're going to like a festival or like a you know like a rager. People are home by like two, you know, one thirty. New Year's Eve, NOLA, like you could be you know at Harris, eight a.m. Exactly. You could be gambling, you know, till till game time. So it could be that crazy. There will be some all nighters for
1: sure. There'll be some people who party for new year's eve go to the casino keep it going maybe throw some ones down on a um at a, at a establishment on uh you know old bourbon and then mm-hmm. they might roll up to the game you know smell them
2: smell like like uh, winning smell yeah, yeah. Sm-
0: ho- smell like other things winning uh, definitely one of them hopefully
2: as long as it's none of our longhorn players uh that that's all that i care about <laughs> yeah. I, kn- I know i long- know those guys long-
1: player, would you put your money on to be that guy
0: or if you okay i'll 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 answer that but i want you to keep this in mind here's my question if we could have one one of our players has to go like one of our players has to pull an all-nighter you know do new orleans new year's eve like they're going out who would that be to which one is most likely to go out and rip it on the town i just like it's just such a wide receiver move like i don't think he's that kind of kid but I could see like worthy just being like the guy that goes out and sends it. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't foresee any of the guys on defense. Definitely not Ford. Definitely not Sweat. Maybe worthy can get after it. He's he's one of the younger guys, I guess. He's a junior, but I I, I would say like you know it's a wide receiver thing to go out and do it. I know like maybe last year with the mullet Quinn, but I think Quinn has turned to a yeah. new page. I mean it's Archer, it's Archer City. in mind, Nick. Um.
1: Well, I mean Jay Witt. You know, is is uh is the senior, so he's definitely of age, and I think he's uh you know familiarized himself with a lot of the New Orleans culture. But I think Bert Auburn's the obvious choice here.
0: Mm.
2: Tosses, yeah, boy. yeah. I think as far as guys that you would want to go out and and have a good time, just because he's ice, just ice water in his veins. He's so mm. clutch that like I would have no worries about him showing up with a little bit of a hang hangover, a little bit of a headache, and he'd still put it through the uprights from fifty, from 60 honestly like, if, if your matter.
0: head's in a cloud, like there's less to think about. Yeah. I'm down. A couple whiskey sours for Bert, you know, the night before. <laughs> get get him rolling, get a little buzz. <laughs> exactly yeah, exactly. A little hurricane and wash it down. So yeah, who if we had to send one guy would it be Bert? Like all right, one of y'all like a representative has to go party the night away in New Orleans. Is Bert our best bet? Probably. Okay.
1: I like the idea of like cladding, cladding his his head a little bit so he doesn't have to overthink things when he makes kicks. Yeah, a
0: couple of shots to ease the nerves. I'm with it, honestly. It's, it's definitely a practice that we could hopefully begin to establish at the university when we head to the SEC next year in regular season games and carry it to the playoffs if it's working. Um, all right, well, speaking of the actual game itself, gentlemen, let's get to it. College football playoff. Here we go. Three key players from our team. We can, we'll preview Washington a little bit. The three key players from this Texas one squad toss. We'll start with you. Who are you can give us one and we'll go down the line.
2: Yeah. I think that this first pick for me is an obvious one. Um, the guy that touched the ball the most on offense, but very much going to be a key player in this game. Quinn Ewers coming off of a incredibly impressive performance in the big 12 championship mm-hmm. against Oklahoma state. Um, and I'll let you guys go with your first picks, but a lot of mine has to do with the way that I think that Washington is going to approach the game uh, from the defensive side schematically um, and what they're going to try and force Quinn to do. Um, And I think that he's going to throw a lot this game. Um, He's going to be forced to throw a lot and he's going to be forced to throw a lot uh, 20 yards and in uh, into the line of scrimmage. I think they're going to force him to throw short across the field and not let our playmakers beat them over the top deep obviously x has a ton of speed ad can you know make good good uh contested catches down the field and can beat guys with with the speed and then jt is obviously a matchup nightmare um any linebacker that tries to cover him you know he can he can blow past him if it's a if it's a streak um and, and beat you in a mul- multiple different ways so yeah quinn um it's gonna have to take care of the football and going to have to, you know, operate that same 70% completion clip that he's been doing throughout the entire season. Even, you know, he he missed those two games, and Malik, he he slotted in admirably and won those two games for us. Um, But I think we know Quinn very, very well at this point, Mm -hmm. even though he hasn't played a complete season with the Texas Longhorns, and he's a streaky quarterback. Within games, there are times where, you know, he throws errant balls, um and can get out of rhythm and then quickly get back on rhythm but i think this is one of this is going to have to be one of those games where he stays in rhythm and near perfect almost the entire way
1: nice nick jalen ford the mm. senior came out and said in media day that you know his heart told him he wanted to be a longhorn and go win a national championship for returning for a senior season he could have easily gone the nfl draft last year mm-hmm. maybe been a you know third fourth round pick um maybe even second, you know, some teams were, were high on him and I still think he holds a lot of value, mm. um, you know, his his senior season, he's been anchoring down that defense and, you know, it's a team that does it, both ways they throw the ball really well and they run the ball really well you know dylan johnson's a really talented back and you know obviously penix is the runner-up for the heisman who some people believe is the heisman he won the maxwell award as well That's true so you want your your defensive general out there playing the best game of his life and uh you know i think when you're focused in and you're locked in like that i mean there's i, I really don't see a lot of uh um hurdles in front of him i mean he's He's decided to stay for his senior season, and this game means more to him than he's
0: ever played in his life. So Jalen Ford, my number one key player. Love that. Um, I'll go back to back, I guess. I think that's fair. Um, I will do Ryan Watts return to practice. He's practicing this week in New Orleans. And to me, Roma Dunze is a guy that's a guy, you know, we we talk with our buddy Adam, Adam Lazar white all the time about NFL draft shout out to him, but he's a guy that we frequently mention in the top 10, you know, at, at the very worst top 15, he's going to be a fantastic pro. I think we believe. And I think, I think the, I think a lot of people who don't watch PAC 12 football, and I know it was a bit more hype this year but a lot of people who don't watch Pac-12 football and really get to see him I think he's going to be on full display and it's about containing him stopping him is 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 next to impossible but containing him is big and I think having Ryan Watts allowing Muhammad and Brooks who are the underclassmen to take I guess easier assignments with McMillan and Polk who are both professional wide receivers too um, is going to be a big is going to be a big benefit um into us winning this game, so Ryan Watts is, is my number one guy that I'm looking for. I'm happy he's healthy. Uh, you know, you want a kid to play in this game. You don't want him to sit out, right? Um, yep. You want everyone to get to experience this. So Ryan Watts is my number one. And then I I, I like the four pick. Obviously, yours is, is a is a big pick. Um, but Sanders, man. You know, Colt McCoy said it in our show. We posted that clip yesterday. Like, if he could have picked one player to play with on this current team, it'd be Jatavian Sanders. And when Jatavian Sanders is cooking, our team is, is unstoppable. He just adds such an element from the tight end spot. He can he can he's so multifaceted in the way he receives the ball, screens down the field. He he could control the middle of the field. Uh, another guy that I think is gonna be an excellent professional football player. Um, but right now, and I mean he you know, he said it that he's here to take care of business, like his future is on the line here. If he doesn't take care of business right now, there's a chance. He comes back, but he wants to go pro. He wants to ride off in the sunset. And I think a lot of guys feel that way. And, and uh, I think he certainly can. And if he's the type of guy that goes over 70 yards for five catches, I think we're in, that's not my number that I'm giving out, but I think we're in the driver's seat uh, if he has a really big game.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's, I think in this draft class, probably the second ranked tight end behind Brock Bowers. And there's no certainty that he's going to be in the first round. Um, so I think he's got a lot to play for if he balls out in the sugar bowl and then goes to the natty and balls out again, those are very important reps that you're getting in front of recruits or from, um, uh, scouts to basically get your, your tape out there. I mean, they're going to look at the biggest games possible you know, against a Washington team that's got pros, against a potential Bama Michigan team that's got plenty of pros. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, My second guy, you had already mentioned him, but Malik Muhammad, um, you know, he's a freshman, but I do think they're gonna try to pick on him a lot. He's getting first team reps in practice right now. And I think rightfully so, but they're gonna try to expose him, you know, for a a young, um, you know, DB against these super vet wide receivers that are both going pro. And look, there's just some extra motivation here. His brother plays for Washington, who's mm. a TV there, Jabbar Muhammad, his older brother. So I mean, he's going to definitely want to ball out in front of all his family and friends, and uh, you know, kind of have some bragging rights between siblings. But at the end of the day, like, just lock in and know that you know you're a guy um, on the on the outside out there, and we're trusting you, you know, with a really big task. And I think you know, just just play your style of ball, and I think it all work out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um- I think this my my second pick. I'm gonna pick a I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna pick a position group. Um if you guys wanted to narrow it down to one of our guys within this position group, you're certainly welcome to. But I'm taking our running backs as a collective um because yeah. I know we're gonna see we're gonna see Baxter, we're gonna see blue, we're gonna see Keelan Robinson. Um a lot of this has to go into my first key player pick too with Quinn. I think they're gonna I think the Washington defense and their game plan is going to be, we are going to drop into shell coverage. We are going to limit the plays over the top, and we are going to force you to get six, seven first downs in a drive and then convert in the red zone because it's something the Texas Longhorns have not done an excellent job at um, throughout this season. It's been our Achilles heel that I've mentioned, at least from a statistical standpoint, when I've been looking at our team on third down, we are, are not great. We're not a great football team. We don't convert at the level that you should, if you're a college football playoff team. Um, and then when we get to the red zone, we are under 50% when you're talking about attempts in the red zone and converting those into touchdowns and against when you're playing a guy who was a Heisman finalist, you mentioned before Nick and Michael Penix, that guy is excellent at putting six points on, on the scoreboard every single time that offense gets the ball. So To me, the running back room and Quinn are going to have to be nearly perfect from an efficiency standpoint when we are driving the ball up the field. And unfortunately, we don't have Jonathan Brooks in this game, who is averaging over six yards per carry. Um, You know, the guy with the next most attempts on the team is said Baxter, and he has, I think, 4.5 yards per carry. So this is a big time prove it game for him. And obviously, he's a young guy. He's a huge dude. He's massive for, you know, his size as a freshman is uh, it's truly remarkable, and he's a freak athlete. But yeah. he's going to have to be effective on first and second down, so that we're in front of the sticks and, and putting Quinn and the offense in, in a position to succeed. Um, you know, where we're looking at third and fours or third and third and twos, and we can just throw a quick little bubble, get Xavier or Whittington or whoever JT to convert on those first downs. So the running back room, I think, is going to be incredibly important. Now we have an excellent offensive line. I trust all these guys. I think they're going to get it done but they're going to be tested. And I think Washington is going to test them in that way.
1: Yeah. Agreed. You go, Josh. Cause I'm going to t- t- tie in my
2: magic number with my player.
0: Perfect. Um, do you my... want me to
2: do my third one then real quick, Josh, before you do yours? That oh yeah, be- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great.
2: Uh, my third guy is, uh, it's going to be Byron Murphy and it's a guy. Ah, who... you bastard. Is, is that yours as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you go. I think... Maybe
0: we have different reasons.
2: I think you you mentioned it already, Josh, and you talked about the the Washington wide receiver room and how talented it is with Polk and McMillan and of course Roma Dunze. The only way you stop that is by getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't rely on your defensive backfield to keep up with those guys the entire game because it's not going to happen. It, it just you can't do that for for four quarters. Eventually, things will you know gaps will will occur and and they will take advantage and they're too talented. You have to get to the quarterback and it starts I think winning in the positions where we have our best players, which is the interior defensive line. Sweat is in there to plug, to to plug up those run gaps, to stop Dylan Johnson from being effective as he was the entire season against the, these other PAC 12 teams that they played. Murphy is the guy that led our team in hurries and in pressures. Who And if he, and if he can get to Michael Penix as, as much as possible, that will open up opportunities for him to get his hands on Penix. And also for Sorel and of course Ethan Burke, who led our team in sacks, to kind of capitalize and 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 close that gap, close that window, and hopefully create a couple of turnovers and force Michael Penix into uncomfortable situations and get to him early, so he doesn't have time to improvise and and you know find those playmakers downfield.
0: Yeah, I mean I'll I'll talk a little Murphy and then I'll respond to your running back situation. Um, I think you on Murphy, you know he was the number one graded from a passing standpoint defensive lineman sweat was the number one overall graded pff player on the line on the defensive line but that's including rushing and passing murphy's the number one if you just you know look at passing and and he has to show that this week um or this next week um on, on monday He is such an integral part. He's another guy that can seriously raise his draft stock here with all, with all the eyes on him on Monday. Um, And, and Washington has a really strong offensive line, but if he can get there, you know, and he, and he could create some pressure, even, you know, get a sack or allow the other guys, the edge guys like Burke Hill uh, to get in there and get a sack, you know, and Baron Sorrell to get a sack. then. That's going to be a game changer, you know, really controlling the field position, um, making it third and long, make, really making panics beat you, right? Yep. We know we're going to be able to take away the run game. Not that the run game is bad because Dylan Johnson's a strong running back. And I mean, you know, I watched him up close and personal against USC absolutely explode for 200 plus yards, but that's not their strength. And that is our strength. We know that we're going to be able to get in there, and PK is going to take away the run. So they are going to be confident in their ability to beat us to pass, but we have to make it like you know third and long, second and long. Really make it tough for them to manage. We allowed them to operate, you know, in second and short and keep moving the ball and control the time possession and let Penix play his best football, which we've seen him at his best, but we've also seen him at his worst. You know, he's not he's not playing beautiful football every single game. Um, we're we're gonna have a shot if we can really get some pressure. And the running back thing, I, I think you're right. Like you know, it's good to group all all these guys together. They've been playing excellent as a collective. Robinson Baxter. Um, uh, and blue are, are, are a great running back room that's it's it's a great group that's committed to being by the committee um and obviously you know we we've sung the praises of Deshawn Choice Throughout the entire season, and we love him as a as a coach for us. Uh, and, and I think it's kudos to him, you know, to keep these guys their heads in it. Losing Brooks, losing our MVP, arguably maybe the best running back in the nation, and and really not missing a beat. I know it was a bit harsh on them, but they put it back in my face. And all these guys, when it's time for them to step up, at least one, if not two of them, step up. And you know, if all three of them step up, we're going to be in an excellent, excellent spot. Nick, your third guy, and lead us into your key number for this one.
1: Yeah, so I'm not going any offensive players here because I think Ooh. our offense is going to take care of business. We, we know what they're doing. At the end of the day, this Washington offense is very high octane, just like ours is, so we're going to really rely on our defense to make stops and create some pressure and make Penix feel uncomfortable, and that really just starts with Ethan Burke and Baron Sorrell. I know that sweat. I know that Murphy are going to do their job, so I don't really need to highlight them. You guys have already highlighted them, um, but Burke and Sorrell, you know, these guys, team sack leader, um, and then one with four sacks, we need to get in there and create pressure. Mm-hmm. Michael Penix has been sacked only 10 times all season. As yeah, a team, they've only allowed 11 sacks. So I think my magic number for this game is four. If we can create four sacks in this game, it is game over. There's no way that they can move the ball as effectively as they want to. He's going to hurry up his passes. Um, He's going to rush his decision-making. He's going to feel the pressure. He's going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to try to rely on their run game as much as possible if we're getting to the quarterback too much. And we know what we do against the run. We stuff it. Um, So I think four sacks, I could even go
0: down to three, but four I would love to see as my magic number for sacks here. That's crazy because my number, my one of the I wasn't gonna go with it, but one of the ones in prep that I was like just you know toying. My mom was with three, was three and a half for sacks. Not we don't need like six, we don't need five. Even that'd be great, but like that three to four range, I think if we can get to get get to him like that, that it's gonna really be massive.
1: It's asking for a lot. I mean, they've they average less than one sack a game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, the, this absolutely. was the offensive. Li- this was the offensive line that was given the more trophy, which is the best collective offensive line unit in college football. So mm. um they're highly lauded and for good reason because <clears> of that 11 sacks <throat> that they've led up um you know for their quarterbacks, 10 to Penix, like you mentioned, Nick, like that they're really they're a really good unit. but our offensive line unit is really, really good too, and we were certainly in contention for that award as well. I mean I still think that because of how good our defensive line is and we had the outland trophy winner, collectively in the trenches we have the advantage there but we have to capitalize
0: mm-hmm. yeah I'll, I'll say my number at 62 and a half that's the over under right here um i'm not saying where i'm betting right now but if that game goes under i i think we're in good shape if we could keep this a low low scoring game i like our chances uh that means we're running the football well we're playing great defense and if this you know if the total is hovering in that you know, high 40s, early 50s range. I really love what we got going because that means our defense is, is is playing their brand of football and controlling this game for us, which is ultimately, I think, what we need. Like Michael Penix Jr. is. It's not Joe Burrow of LSU, but he ain't no slouch. Like this guy, this is a guy that could be a first-round pick. Should be a first-round pick with all the all the teams that need quarterbacks in the NFL. And again, like we've been talking about this receiving trio, and they're really dangerous. So, if 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 this game goes under and the total is in that 40s and 50s range, I really love our chances to win this football game.
2: Yeah, my um, my number is two, Mm. and it's the number of turnovers that we need in this game to win this game. Wow, Um, interception great force fumble great and you'll take it <laughs> dylan johnson fumbling any of the receivers from i don't really care but if if we can turn the football over and, and and actually scoop the ball up or pick it off and end up going the other way i think that we will be in good good shape because i look i love our defensive line this offense that we're facing is very very good and we they're going to score points, and I, Josh, sure. I honestly think that you're 62 and a half. I think it's an impossibility. I think this game's going over no matter what. Um, but it does, I don't think that it necessarily means that we can't win this game because they're going to score too many points. But I certainly know that if they turn the ball over twice and we only turn the ball over once or we don't turn the ball over at all, and we have a positive margin and in, in turnover differential, we have more opportunities. Obviously, that's just simple math right there to score. And if we can capitalize and give ourselves more opportunities. I think we will end up winning this football game. And and I'll say that, you know, Nick, I I loved your point about you're not worried about our offense and my own counter to my initial pick of why I picked Quinn as an impact player. And if they try and drop the the shell coverage, like I'm talking about our receivers and our tight end and our running backs and our offensive line are so good at blocking that if you give our guys five yards of space, they will take it to the house. It doesn't matter. Like you can't stop our offense from getting those, those big hit plays because we're so highly efficient with our playmakers with the ball in their hands. So mm-hmm. I, we're going to score points. I have yeah. no, I have no doubt about that. So if we can just get a couple of turnovers, I like yeah, your good. chances a lot. I, and and not to mention, I still think as good as we were in the big 12, we still have more to prove and we still want to make a statement to the rest of college football that we are, we are not only in this game, but we are here and we are here to stay And obviously, you know, there's there's ties to Sark and Washington. Um, You already mentioned the Muhammad, the brother, the sibling rivalry, like Quinn still has more to prove, I think, to the national audience as far as how seriously he needs to be taken as one of the best quarterbacks in college football and as a potential pro. And I I don't think this is the type of game where we're comfortable with winning and holding onto a lead and playing this close and playing a low scoring game. I think we want to throttle them like if we can, if we can be in that position. Yeah, bad beat him bad. I
0: think the – yeah, I, I, got, I agree with you there. And look, if, if the only thing they lead us in uh, from a number standpoint is they pass more than us. They, they lead us in passing yards. Other than that, we lead them in pretty much everything. Um, and if Quinn could outgain Penix junior, it's another way I like our chances. But hey, look, you say that we have something to prove. I do have to say everybody's got something to prove in, in, in this college football playoffs. Bama has to prove that they belong, right? Michigan has to pr- prove that they can get over the hump. You know, Washington has to prove that the Pac-12 is a serious one that they're, they're gone, but that they're a real serious program, that they belong in the blue blood conversation. I think yeah. everyone has something to prove here, um, so which ultimately should make it exciting and very competitive. Nick, the line is for the spread, the, the over-under now is sixty three and a half. I was mistaken. So if we go under that, great. So 63 and a half is the over-under. The spread is four, I believe I'm seeing it. Like places have it at four and a half, but we'll lock it in at four.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously we're taking the the horns that okay. cover four points i mean i don't think anyone's gonna go against that um i had, score prediction for me would be the horns 34 okay washington
0: 17. wow that's a beat down that is it that means they got nothing going they 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 have some good defensive players. I got to give Trice a shout out their edge. So I, I think I, I thought you were going to go with the crazy 40 there. So
2: I respect the 34, 34, 17. I like that toss. So that would be under as well. Um, Hey, if we win, we win. That's all I really care about. Yeah.
1: Um, if Arizona state can hold them to 15 points. So can we, I like that. I like that a lot.
2: Yeah, I do too. Um, I have the opposite end of the spectrum here. I have, uh, the Washington Huskies scoring 31 points and I have the Texas Longhorns scoring 48 points. Wow. And going way over and covering by a mile. I think this is going to be a barn burner. I think we're in for a very exciting day of football uh on on Monday and I think it's going to be finished <laughs> by a fantastic performance by the Texas Longhorns offense.
0: Um I love that. I think we I think this is a situation similar to unfortunately the like K State, Houston, like TCU games. I think we take a good lead and I think they come back and, and 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 battle us and take us to the brink. Um, I like us covering. I think we went 31 23. I like I, I like that. I like I like them getting a shot at the end, to, you know, maybe tie it up, but our defense holding holding stout. I, I I like that that level of excitement. We win by eight, cover goes under. I feel good about that.
2: I, I was kind of in the same ballpark. I was like, okay, maybe it's 41 34, but I was like, how about instead of them getting a chance to tie it at the end, they have a turnover and we score. <laughs> we score yeah. Yeah, And it ends up 48 34, 48 31.
0: Yeah. It's a, st- it's a step on the throw game. If you can, you got to do it. Yeah. Any last bits, gentlemen?
1: No. I'm speechless. <laughs>
0: off, to, off to new orleans it is we'll see you guys next time hopefully uh to the victors goes to spoils and hopefully that's us fisher to dj nikki snacks crowder big hook em horns big hook em horns we'll see you guys in the new year we out you we love you just a nice little friendly reminder this show is brought to you by who nick
1: BetOnline.ag. Go to betonline.ag to get 50% off your welcome bonus when you use the promo
0: code BELIEVE. That's
1: B L E A V. BetOnline.ag, your ultimate sports book for any type of betting. They've even got a casino. If you want to hit the blackjack table, hit the roulette table, be our guest. BetOnline.ag. <laughs>